Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 12, 2019. I'm teaching a brand new series, right? So for this year, I'm teaching about heaven on earth all year. And then uh, yesterday, I told you that I was launching into a brand new series entitled Press Through It. So as a believer, yes, it is God's will for you to experience heaven on earth. Uh, but it's not going to come automatic and you are going to face opposition. So you just have to develop the grit and the, ter- the determination, the perseverance to press through whatever it is that you're facing on the road to your destiny. So this morning when I got up, um, I, I immediately started thinking about meditating on a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. So as we go to it this morning, I want um, to share the title of today's message is More Grace. And that's kind of what I was just thinking about. I was sitting in the bed, I got up, and I was meditating as I was coming down to my office about God's amazing grace. And I'm going to talk about his grace, and I'm going to talk about how when we ask for less challenge, God gives us more grace, all right? So this is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 2 through 10 from the New International Version. So I'm going to read, this is a lot of content, so I'm going to read it to you. We're not going to cover it all today. We'll walk our way through this passage But this is a very powerful passage where the Apostle Paul is writing in third person about himself. This is what he says. He says, well, I know a man in Christ who about 14 years ago got caught up to the third heaven. Now, whether it was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. You know, only God knows. And I know that this man, once again, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows, was caught up to paradise and he heard inexpressible things things that no one is permitted to tell. So he's saying, you know, this man went up to heaven, to the third heaven, I mean, where God is, whether his physical body went or not, not sure, only God knows that. But this man saw some stuff that really, as a human, we can't even talk about. He says, now I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself, except about my weakness. Now, even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. Now, he was like, if I, if I wanted to boast, I would actually be telling the truth because God has used me to do a lot of stuff. But he says, but I refrain so that no one would think of me uh, more highly than they ought. But because of these surpassingly great revelations, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, the Apostle Paul says, I was given a thorn in the flesh. Now, this is a messenger from Satan that was assigned to me to torment me. Now, three times I pleaded with the Lord. And I said, Lord, take this thing away from me. But he said to me, this is what he said. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Paul thinks about it. He says, okay, well, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest upon me. See, as I'm boasting in my weakness, the power of God is resting upon me. That is why he said, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, you know me, there's a lot there. This is gonna take me a while to get through it. Uh, But little by little, we'll get through it. So what does this mean to you today? because I'm just trying to lay the foundation for this passage today. Uh, there's, this is a Tuesday morning. You have a lot of stuff to, to do this week, and you're thinking, okay, well, Rick, there was a lot there, but what does that mean? Okay, well, I'm going to share four nuggets with you this morning, four quick golden nuggets uh, from this passage, and then over the next few days, probably weeks, we'll walk our way through it. You ready? Here we go. Four things for you for this morning, for today. This is today's word. 
Four things. Number one, the attack is against the assignment. Look at me. The attack is against the assignment. You're facing challenges. I'm telling you to press through it. You know why? Because the attack is against the assignment. Yesterday, I told you that the greater the assignment from God, the greater the opposition will be from Satan um, because the attack is, is actually against the assignment. Satan, nothing wrong with you. I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but Satan could care less about you. Satan is not after you for you. Satan is after you for the assignment of God, for the hand of God that's on your life. What Satan doesn't want is for you to become the man, the woman that God called you to be. What Satan doesn't want is for you to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. For what Satan doesn't want is for God to use you in, a, in the way that he planned to use you from the foundations of the world. So he is attacking you, not for you. He's attacking you for the assignment. That's why he's trying to get you frustrated and disillusioned because Satan knows that he cannot stop God. And Satan knows that he cannot stop you when you're operating under the grace of God. So what Satan does is try to get you upset and frustrated. Because if you get frustrated, if you get disillusioned, if you give up, if you cave in, if you quit, then you get stopped. But Satan didn't stop you. You stopped you. You stopped you because you're the only one that can stop you. That's why I, I, I say it all the time. The only way you can lose is if you quit. So what, what Satan does is he tries to get you to quit. So don't do it. Of all the apostles, if you look at the apostle Paul, he faced the greatest opposition. You know why? Because he had the greatest assignment. He went on four missionary journeys. He started churches all over Asia Minor. He was a pastor of pastors. He wrote more than half the New Testament. He had the greatest assignment. And because of that, he faced the greatest attack. So the attack is against the assignment. Number two, you ask God, this happens all the time. You ask God for less challenge. You're like, oh man, God, this is too hard for me. This is like, here's the challenge. And you go, Lord, my challenge, the opposition is up here. Can you bring down the challenge? So we're asking God for less challenge. And what God does is says, no, 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 I'm not going to give you less challenge. I'm going to give you more grace. So instead of bringing the problems down or the challenges down, he just brings the grace up. So I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm positive that the Apostle Paul didn't want to face everything that he faced. He was shipwrecked. He was in prison multiple times. He was beaten with rods. He was, you know, uh, he was actually given the, the 39 lashes with the cat of nine tails five times. So yes, no one likes challenges. I'm sure he would have preferred less challenges. He went through hard times. He went through all of that. But what God did was says, and then he was assigned this doggone messenger from Satan to, to torment him. And God says, listen, I'm not going to take any of that away. What I'm going to do is give you the grace to overcome. I'm talking about more grace. You have the grace of God that's on your life to overcome everything that you're already facing. You have to embrace it. Instead of taking the challenge away, God will remind you that he has already, already, look at me, God has already given you the grace to face what you're facing. If you didn't have the grace for it, you wouldn't be facing it. So right now, as you're getting ready for this day and you're thinking about whatever challenge you're facing, whatever's standing in front of you and your family, whatever uh, opposition is standing in front of you right now, I'm telling you, by, as a man of God, you have the grace to face what you're facing. You already have it. If you didn't have the grace of God to overcome it, you would not be facing it. God trusts you with this thing. Embrace the grace to overcome it. Number three, when you know you are nothing without God, you get to boast in how weak you are. Paul was arguably the greatest man of God of, of his time. He was the greatest man of God of the first century church. Um, but Paul chose to boast in his weakness. 
Paul knew that he was nothing without God, and he acknowledged that, and we should learn from him, and we should live the same way. Paul was able to do everything that he did, not because of his abilities, but actually despite his inadequacies. And if you would be honest, you could say the same thing. I'm definitely, look, look I'm, I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I say it all the time. Uh, when I think about what, the way God uses me, and when I think about the way God you know, what he's called me to do, the things that have, I haven't done yet, that he's already revealed to me that are going to happen. I, I, I can't do anything but acknowledge that is not me. I mean, like I get to boast in my weakness. I mean, I, I get to acknowledge that this is, this has to be God. I mean, this could have never happened. My, my life story, my wife's life, my wife, oh my God, even a more amazing story. My wife's life story, that doesn't happen. I mean, this is, if it was a movie, people will question it. I mean, like, you know, I'm just saying it's the hand of God. It's the grace of God. We get to boast in how inadequate we are. We get to boast in our weaknesses when we acknowledge that we are nothing without God. That takes me to my last point. Number four, there is freedom in acknowledging your weakness. When you really acknowledge how weak you are, how you could not do what God, God is calling you to do without him, it, it's liberating. I mean, there's a freedom that is like, wow. It, it releases you from the pressure to perform. The message of grace has changed my life because I know I'm not good enough. I know when, when Satan says, oh, you're not worthy. I'm like, whew, I know. I, I realized that a long time ago. I know I'm not worthy. I know I'm not good enough. I, I, I know I can never be, I can never be good enough to earn or to deserve what God has called me to do, but I'm still going to get it done, but it's not going to be me doing it. It's not going to be because of my goodness. It's not going to be because of human effort. It's not going to be because of self-righteousness. It's going to be just because of God's unearned and amazing grace. It's crazy. God wants to do it. God wants to do it through me, not because I'm good, but because he's so good. And that's the gospel. And that's what we must embrace. Grace puts the spotlight on God and it takes the spotlight off of you. It's not about you. Grace frees you from the pressure to perform. There's no pressure. I have no pressure. I have zero pressure. I already know I'm not good enough. I already know I can't do it. I already know that I can never earn it. I can never deserve it, but God called me anyway. Glory to God, and I'm going to get it done, but it's not going to be me. It's going to be the grace of God on me and in me and with me and for me. That way, God gets all the glory. All the glory belongs to him, and every time I get promoted, and every time I get exalted, and every time I'm on stage, and every time all the spotlight is on me, I deflect that glory right back to God because I don't deserve it. It's all about him. He gets the glory and we get the benefits. We get to live the life that God has called us to live. We get to live an amazing life and it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with him. We get to acknowledge the fact that it is all about God and all the glory belongs to him. I'm telling you, when you get, when you get to that point where you're like, it's not about me, you get to live an amazing life. You get to do it by the grace of God. Let's close this message out. Man, this is going to be good. This series is going to be good. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to prophesy over your life. Say this over your life now. Say, Father, your goodness towards me is humbling. You have been far better to me than I deserve. You shower me with kindness. You flood my heart with peace. You bless me beyond measure. And you don't do this because I'm good. You do it because you're good. You bless me richly by your unearned grace. You called me by name from my mother's womb before I did anything to earn the call. And when I think about it, <laughs> I feel so unworthy. 
I know that I can't do it without you. I know I'm inadequate. And my weakness is actually liberating. Because now I simply just get to rely on you. Your assignment exceeds my checkbook, education, connections, last name, <laughs> and anything else that I bring to the equation. So without you, Father, I cannot do it. Therefore, I boast in my weakness. I will complete my assignment. I will press through the opposition, but it won't be me doing it. It will be you, Father, flowing through me by your amazing grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, I don't know why not. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button. Listen, what happens when you, when you subscribe? You get an email from me every day and you get my notes for free. So you get basically what I just said. You get my notes and you get it in written form so you can look at it, go over it, you know, copy and paste it. I don't care. Share it on social media. Take the credit. Doesn't matter. I didn't come up with it anyway. It's all about God. So please subscribe to today's word. Head into this day determined that you are going to be the man, the woman that God called you to be. Get over the fact that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy. Let that thing go. It's liberating to know that you're not good enough. It's liberating to know that you're not worthy so that you could fully embrace the grace of God to do everything that God has called you to do. It is the Father living in you. He will give you the words and he will perform the work. Go and have an amazing day. And before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends so we can let everyone everywhere know about this amazing grace and Jesus. All right, I love you and God loves you. Have a great day.